Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Always happy to take you through this Cleveland Browns journey as we talk about the Browns, whether they're in season, out of season, and all the happenings around the AFC North and, of course, around the NFL. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We want to thank everybody listening to us on the Odyssey app. We appreciate you. And remind your friends when they want to listen to the podcast that they should type in it's always game day in Cleveland makes it a lot easier for them to be a part of the show. Daryl, how are you doing? doing? Good. Six to seven draft picks are now signed with the Browns. OTA start next week. Most of the offensive skill guys are vacationing with Deshaun in Puerto Rico. I was not invited. Little disappointed about that, but otherwise life is good. All right. So Daryl, let's talk about Tillman getting signed. I mean, it's not like he's got, it's always offset language. Whenever we hear some of these rookies that decide, uh, that they are not wanting to participate in their current contract. So uh, it's not that big a deal that Tillman signed, correct? Yeah, I mean, third-round pick, 74th overall, pretty much the terms of the contract are you know, laid out. It's a, it's a four-year deal uh, that he signed. It's a four-year rookie contract, um, and you know, six of the seven guys are now signed. The only one that is not signed right now is the fourth-round pick out of Ohio State, uh, the, the big offensive lineman, uh, Dewan, uh, Jones, he has to you know be signed. He's the only one that isn't. So, um, you know, this is just standard off season business that happens, right? It's not like the old days when we would go into training camp and Tim couch was still holding out because he was trying to get maximum dollars. Everything is really the only thing that negotiate for, for like first round picks is that, as you alluded to Andy, is that that offset language? But outside of that, there, there's nothing really to negotiate. That everything is salary slotted right now, and first round picks get a four year deal with the fifth year 
option. And then uh, if you are selected second round through seventh round, it's a standard Darryl, four-year contract. What is offset language? We use that. We throw that around all the time. What does that mean? So basically what it means is if you get cut uh, in the middle of your rookie contract, uh, you know, any guaranteed money in your contract still gets paid to you. However, um, if you sign elsewhere, then the team that cut you early or pre, you know, prematurely, they then get a credit on what they owe you. So let's say just for easy math, right? Um, I got cut with a million dollars left on my contract guaranteed. And gotcha. but my contract had offset language built into it. And I I went ahead and I signed with another team for $750,000, right? So that means that if I have offset language in my contract, that means that the team that just cut me doesn't have to pay that $750,000 in guarantee. They just have to make up the difference in the guarantee, which is $250,000. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when these rookies are trying to get their, their talk, talking about the offset language, they want to get double paid. If Correct. Get cut, That's right? Exactly. And so the reason why teams like to insist on offset language is because they don't want the rookies to be able to double dip. Sounds good. Although that happens all the time. I mean, especially in baseball, like you think about that. I mean, not rookie contracts, but hey, the Yankees are you not to play there. Right? Yeah, the, the Yankees are the, the Yankees are paying you to play against them. That's what the yeah. Yankees think of you. No, I'm not paying you seven. Right. The Yankees are paying you. Yeah. It, it, so yeah. Um again in coaching contracts now, it's NFL coaching contracts, there's offset language as well and and a lot of teams insist on that because again if they fire a coach prematurely right they're on the hook for whatever the balance of that contract is but if you go and get a head coach coaching job or another coaching job somewhere else uh then the team will be able to not have to pay you the full amount in your contract that's why you've seen several browns head coaches uh, former head coaches, I should say, they would like take coordinator jobs and they'd like go work for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's Browns would be actually getting, paying it, them. It, it, it's the NFL's way of getting away from, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, competitive, uh, competitive clause. Or well, why can't I think about it? Double dipping. No, you mean no compete clauses? Non-compete no clauses, which there's no no compete way, clauses in the NFL. Like no compete clauses are just. Uh, I'll let it go. I, I just no compete clauses are a joke. They really are, and it's it's collusion among companies that do that for the most part. Now, I understand if like you can't walk out of a company and take all of their business with them. I get that, but when you're talking about talent related ones, I just think it's it's ridiculous to tell someone they can't work and you're not going to pay them. Okay, that's great. That's should be as illegal like they should throw companies in prison for that but that's another story for another day um all right so let's talk about some of the other things that are going on with the browns right now and you know you you touched on it that deshaun's got the guys in puerto rico good thing bad thing what do you think anytime they can get together and do some work on their own in their free times a, a a good thing and let's be honest about it a lot of pressure on deshaun this year to perform uh, th there's really no excuses. There's no, I uh, have to shake the rust off. There's no getting my feet wet again. None of that. Like he needs to perform at an elite level. The Browns need him to perform at an elite level. So um, 
look, I, I give him credit because it's something he's not required to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no requirement that you've got to gather your teammates and and take them, you know, on vacation somewhere so that you can hang out and, you know, relax, but also at the same time, you know, hit, hit a field somewhere and and throw some footballs around. There, there is nothing in his contract that requires him to do something like that. So, um, I think that, you know, Baker, we saw Baker do this. We've seen other Browns quarterbacks do this. It, it's all positive. Uh, do, do you think the coaches like it, Daryl? I like. I know Kevin signed off on it and seemed happy with it, but yeah. I mean, they can also have an organized team activity at, in Berea, in which they are at the same time, and you pulled all the offense away. Like we were talking about rookie minicamp. I mean, you couldn't even really do eleven on eleven because you didn't have enough guys there. Yeah, um, I'm I'm having a brain cramp. Receiver got hurt. Uh, At rookie mini? No, in one of those workouts with Deshaun. Can't remember. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having a brain cramp. Someone got hurt. Was lost for the year. Was it Michael Woods? Yeah, Michael Woods. Yeah. And they were just throwing the ball around, right? Yeah. So that, I mean, that's really the only thing that you worry about with players doing that type of stuff. Um, that uh, yeah, because he 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 tore his Achilles in, in in a workout earlier this year with uh, Deshaun. That's the only trepidation that I think the Browns would have about this type of thing, but. Here's the thing. It, it can happen in Berea at OTAs, right. the mini camp or whatever. It's Well, I guess the question is, and now we go back to litigation again, whose insurance pays for it if a guy gets hurt? Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't prevent injury. And what I mean by that is it's just an unknown quantity that, 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 that happens, right? Right. Um, so... That's, I, I would say, the only thing the team worries about when you talk about guys working out on their own or guys getting together to work out is what happens if somebody gets hurt. But again, that kind of stuff can happen anywhere, whether you're doing it on your own or whether you're, you know, part of a team activity doing it. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. Uh, again, thanks for listening to us on the Odyssey app. When we come back, we're going to talk about some quarterback fun and money and contracts and also a coach who is getting a little more education. It's always game day in Cleveland. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's always game day in Cleveland. I'm Daryl Ryder. He's Andy Baskin. Mobile sports betting is finally legal here in the state of Ohio. And BetQL is here to help you make the most informed bets possible. See all of today's winners by heading to BetQL.com or by downloading the BetQL app and claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan for exclusive sportsbook offers. Hey, again, we want to thank everybody who's listening to us on all the podcasts uh, across the land, but especially on the Odyssey podcast. We appreciate you. And again, I remind you, when you tell your friends about It's Always Game Day in Cleveland, remind them to type in It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. It's much easier to find the app because there are some posers out there that are trying to compete, and they're just not the same. So, And otherwise, you got to scroll through like 90,000 of them to try to find us. It's always game day in Cleveland. Very simple way to find us on the Odyssey app, but make sure you type in all the words. Um, Let's talk a little bit about uh, Joe Burrow. Why don't we start there? Joe Burrow sounds like he's about to give uh, the folks in Hamilton County and his teammates uh, a little bit of a discount, a little hometown discount. What do you think of that? Uh, I think that that would be foolish to do because the Cincinnati Bengals are notoriously cheap as you know what. (laughs) I just, I don't feel like he should be worried about what the Bengals may or may not have to spend. Um, Basically, um, he was uh, asked about his ongoing contract uh, negotiations. And I'll just read you, uh, I'll just read you a couple of quotes here hear from him okay he said quote whenever you have guys on the team that need to be paid that's always on your mind you want that to be a focal point we're working to make that happen um look the browns have deshaun watson who's getting paid they have amari cooper who's getting paid the entire offensive line basically is getting paid nick chubb got paid David Njoku got paid. That's five guys on one side of the ball. Now let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Miles Garrett got paid. Denzel Ward got paid. Juan Thornhill got paid. Uh, at least for one year, Zadarius uh, Smith got paid. So there, there's four guys there. So nine players on the Cleveland Browns, I would put into the quote-unquote got paid category. Would you agree with that? Yeah, did you go through the offensive line who got paid? Did I miss that or not? maybe the Yeah, I did. Line. They're all in one. I mean, so Joel Batonio got paid, so that's yeah. the guy. Wyatt Teller got paid. Wyatt Teller uh, got paid. Um, David uh, Njoku got paid. Yeah, I mentioned the Joku. Yeah. Um, Jack uh, Conklin got paid. Right. 
So yeah, they've got like 12 guys that are being paid handsomely. Um, that said, we should, uh, the Browns should kick Cincinnati's butt every year based on dollar. Miles, right. <laughs> well, keep in mind the Browns, um, historically have been one of the bigger spenders in the league. Um, Last year, I, I, I want to say they were second in cash spending. Remember, cash and cap spending are two completely different things. But um, the, the Browns uh, have spent a ton of cash annually, even going back to when they were uh, in the ditch during the 1-31 and 31 stretch. They were still spending a ton of money, Andy. But when you talk about uh, I'm going to go ahead and I- I'm pulling up the, the Browns roster, uh, their their money right now, okay? And what they are actually spending as far as actual cash. Um, Amari Cooper at $20 million, Miles Garrett, $17.25 million, Wyatt Teller's $12.5 million, Joel Batonio's $11 million, Nick Chubb is $10.8 million, um, Najoku... Excuse me. Uh, he got his contract extension, so he's four and a half. Uh, Denzel Ward is four and a half. Uh, I'm looking for the actual cash. No, so, but like all those guys got contract extensions. Ward, Najoku, Chubb, Batonio, Teller, Garrett. And then the reason why Deshaun Watson isn't mentioned is because he's making a cool $1 million this year. Which, but, by the way, is that was that not genius the way they set up his contract? Yeah, of course it is, and and they're doing exactly what I told you the day they they signed him to that contract that they would do, and they every year they would just take and take his salary, convert it to a signing bonus, and then just pay him like a million, pay him the veteran minimum in season. So, uh, you know, but when you talk about like actual cash spending for the Browns, ooh it's a lot of money that they spend year in and year out. So like Cincinnati Bengals, right? Um, I I just think like Joe Burrow should not be the least bit concerned about his teammates getting, uh, getting. um, So why say that? Why, why would this Burrow do that? By the way, you want to know what the Browns are on track to spend this year cash wise? Uh, I think I know, but go ahead. You can tell me. No, yeah. Let's do the, tell me what you think the number is. Hundred and thirty million, somewhere in there. My close two thirty million, two hundred thirty million. <laughs> I, I know I've looked this up before. I just I don't have a computer in front of me. Three hundred and three million dollars. Okay, so I knew it was like I knew there was a three in there somewhere. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> but you didn't know it started with a three. I, I, I just I know I looked this up a couple of weeks ago. That's why I couldn't. I didn't want to they come in too high. They are on pace in 2023 to spend a record 303 million cash. That's cash. That's not cap. Cash. Guess who is spending the second most money there, Mr. Baskin? Uh, it's a familiar team. I'll give you a hint. They're on the schedule this year twice. The Jets? No. Oh, what? The Ravens. Oh, yeah. Well, is that include Lamar? Yeah, the Ravens are scheduled to spend two hundred and eighty-six point five million. The Buffalo they Bills, don't like the Browns. The Buffalo Bills are about to spend two hundred and eighty-three point three million. Philadelphia is on pace to spend two hundred and seventy-one point nine nine million. 
And just to round out the top, uh, the top five here, Miami at two hundred and seventy-one point six million. This I'm just is curious. Do you see Kansas cash. City on there? Huh? Where's Kansas City? The Kansas City Chiefs. Holy crap! They are not even in a top ten. Really? Nope. Do you remember what a big deal it was when Mahomes got his contract? And- yeah. Well, you know they're redoing Mahomes' contract, right? Wouldn't you? Uh, right now, Kansas City is on pace to spend two hundred and thirty-one point eight eight million. That ranks twentieth league-wide. So who's on the bottom? Oh, I stumped the Rams. One eighty-two point six. What Green are they? Bay is one ninety-one point nine. New England at two hundred two point two. Where do you think the Cincinnati Bengals fall? Well, Which I would say do you think the they're going to uh, clearly, and they're in the bottom ten. I would probably put them incorrect. They're not. No, I'm done playing this game with you because I'm getting killed. What do you? What? Where are they? They are. Uh, there's seventeenth in spending in cash. So spending. can you stop calling them cheap then? No, two hundred and thirty-nine point five nine five million. Wait, no, so when, when, they're when, the when, middle, they're, if, when they're when they're making players' wives breastfeed in the floors of public bathrooms i'm gonna keep calling them cheap because that's ridiculous you saw that in the report right in the nfl I, I, survey should i be mad about that yeah why yeah. because that you want you want to take care of your players and their families uh, yeah, okay yeah, you, you want to give families he, private space yes but he's not taking care of any of their employees right none of the employees have that it's they they, they are notoriously cheap down there well, it looks to me. Although the Arizona Cardinals are making you buy Snickers bars out of the, the candy machines or whatever, or beverages out of the machines. How much are they oh. spending? Where are they at? Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, as I go through my list uh, here, Arizona's 12th in, spe- in player spending at $258.4 million. You know why? Because they've got a couple extra million in candy. In candy sales. You want to know They're why? doing fundraisers. Because it, 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 again, from our favorite movie, Moneyball, they like to keep the money on the field. Fair enough. Why, He's what is, a, what is a dollar to... doing? What is a dollar me paying for soda? Well, Billy likes to keep the money on the field. Where on the field is the dollar that I'm paying for soda? By the way, great dialogue with whoever played David Justice in that movie. Because I remember covering David Justice when he was with the Cleveland Indians yeah. for a spell. And I just remember how prickly at times he could be. And I could totally hear David Justice having that conversation with uh, uh, a member of the Oakland A's front office about having to pay for his soda in the, in the no, clubhouse. I, I don't ever. He was always cool with me. I probably talked to him. Too. Oh, no, he was great. He, he was. But like he he did have a little red, you know, a little, as we like to say, a little red ass. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. And right. and I could definitely hear him having that as I'm watching that scene in that movie. I'm like, I could totally envision David Justice having this conversation right now about having to pay for a buck soda in the clubhouse. All right. Well, you don't have to pay for it. It's always game day in Cleveland. We'll come back. I want to talk about the coach who is getting a little bit more uh, uh, education. We'll talk about that next. It's always game day in Cleveland. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you want to partake in the show, well, you know what to do. Go to social media and hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Game Day CLE. And again, we want to thank everyone for listening on all of the apps that you're bringing us in on, but especially those listening on the Odyssey app. Kaylee Brownson, she's made a name for herself, and now she'll get a chance to not only have a different position to coach next year, but it sounds like she's uh, getting a little bit more education. What's the story there? Yeah, so uh, Callie Brownson got a little bit of a promotion. She's now the assistant wide receivers coach for the Browns, um, and she is going to participate in the uh, 2023 Coach Accelerator program, which is going to take place later this month up in Minneapolis during the NFL owners' meetings. And basically the the premise behind uh, this program is uh, to basically uh, help with further development uh, of the participants, um, you know, uh, basically to help them uh, possibly move through the coaching carousel, if you will, to possibly Mm -hmm. being head coaches someday. So remember Joe Woods last year participated uh, for the Browns. Um, They do this with the front office, uh, with front office folks as well uh, for perspective. Uh, GMs, Quasi participated in it, if my memory serves me correctly, and he's now the GM of uh, the, the Minnesota Vikings. And thanks so much for Zadaria Smith, Quasi. We really appreciate it. Well, I got to tell you, Minnesota is the gift that keeps on giving. But, Daryl, let me just go back to this thing. This is to enhance diversity across front offices. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, it's uh, so this is straight from the NFL. This is this is how they uh This is how they describe it. The coach accelerator aims to increase exposure between owners, executives, and diverse coaching talent, providing ample opportunity to develop and build upon their relationships. In a change to the nomination process this year, clubs were able to nominate those from outside of their organization as well. 40 participants this year um, are attending based on their high potential to be considered for a head coach position in the future. Uh, 16 participants are returning from uh, last year's uh, program. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty big deal that Cali is being included uh, in this to represent the Cleveland Browns. Uh, you know, just to give you an idea of some some names that you 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 may or may not have heard from Marcus Brady from the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he is um, participating. Pittsburgh is sending Terrell Austin uh, as a representative for them. Uh, Mike Caldwell from Jacksonville, uh, Leslie Frazier, um, you know, Pep Hamilton, uh, he'll be there. Uh, Frisman Jackson also from, wow. remember him? Frisman Jackson is yeah. also 
uh, former Cleveland Brown. He's uh, pr- going to participate uh, in this event. Thaddeus they should have just had the conference in Cleveland. Yeah, Thaddeus Lewis. Remember him? Look at that. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How about that? Anthony Lynn, San Francisco 49ers. Um, so, yeah, there, so this isn't just uh, – oh, uh, this isn't just, um, you know, for up and comers. There, there's some known household names that'll be participating in this accelerator program too. So it, it's just it's it's a great opportunity. I think that the NFL uh, and look, I I really feel like the Cleveland Browns deserve a lot of credit. I I feel like their organization is one of the more diverse organizations in the National Football League. Uh, not only from minority include inclu- uh, inclusiveness, but also female inclusiveness. Um, if if you've ever been out to Brown's training camp, there's a lot of women on the field working with players and helping players, um, and, and that. So uh, it, it's not just about um, diversity from a, a racial st- standpoint, but gender diversity as well, because you're seeing more and more women. Of course, one of my f- favorite women to ever work in the NFL is Amy Trask. Uh, he used to run uh, the Oakland Raiders for, for Al Davis. Um, she's Thank you, still, man. She is. So, I love yeah, when she's on our, she's on our show all the time. She's awesome. She's, she's like just one of the best ever, but uh, let's be honest about it. She opened the door uh, for a lot of uh, the women in that. So I think the NFL, well, I mean, you got to give, nice you do have to give Al Davis a little credit on that too, yeah. right? A- absolutely. So I think the NFL does a real nice job with these accelerator programs to increase uh, face time with the, you know, the folks that do the the hiring and firing around the league. And uh, you, you know, so this is a great opportunity for Callie, who, uh, as I said, she got promoted this year. She's now an assistant wide receivers coach. She's going to be a position coach before you know it. I could see her being a coordinator before you know it. Um, and and that and that again, that's a credit to the Haslams. Uh, that's a credit to uh, the organization that they have built. And uh, because when you go down and you look not only at the coaching staff, Andy, you look at the supporting staff, you look at the front office staff, you look at the business side uh, of the staff for the Cleveland Browns, the diversity. Uh, in the in the in the folks that they have working for them, and they have you know, a lot of really really good people working for them. I think the Haslam should be commended for that. I mean, we do enough criticizing them, right? I think that right you know, in, in in this area, they deserve a, a tremendous amount of credit for just how diverse uh, of an organization they've been able to build with the Cleveland Browns. All right, Daryl, two minute warning on the show. Anything new on the stadium that we can report? Anything going on? Uh, right now, no, we're waiting for this, uh, land bridge legislation to make its way to the governor's desk. Um, it's not even land bridge legislation. It's the actual state budget. Um, if right. the in Columbus do their jobs, uh, and get that to the governor to sign. My understanding is that the land bridge, uh, project, the funds there, that 62 million are going to be included in it. Um, talks are ongoing with the city right now, uh, concerning the stadium, I think we touched on it. Uh, uh, Blaine Griffin, the city council president, was on the morning show what, with Jason Lloyd and Anthony Lima. And the one piece of news that I did take out of that was the fact that uh, the Bibb administration, as they do their own prospectus uh, for the stadium, one of the things that they are considering is specific allocation of funds for site acquisition, demolition, and remediation for a new stadium. So while the Browns are moving forward with renovation plans for the stadium, it sounds to me like the city of Cleveland definitely keeping their options open. I also thought it was interesting that they're doing a 
uh, assessment survey of Burke Lakefront Airport too. That that was announced a couple of weeks ago. They were trying to figure out what's best for that place. So I, I wonder. That's going to be a, that's going to be a fifteen to twenty year process to if they if they do make the decision, Andy, to mm -hmm. close that down uh, at some point. That's not an immediate thing. Like that is literally a ten to fifteen year process to ramp that airport down. And whatever the Browns want to do right now in, in the coming years uh, before the end of this lease, Burke Lakefront can't even be a consideration. I just want to point that I just want to point sure. that out to people. No, I'm just that, saying the city, yeah. the city's doing a study. I do find it hard if you look and see what Chicago did, that it just makes me think about all the politics in Cleveland. It would take that long to get something done. Well, I can it, understand a couple of years, you know, like maybe five because of the FAA and stuff like that, but it when Hopkins lost the hub a couple of years ago, remember when Hopkins lost? I forget who it was. Yeah. Was it Continental United? United. We had United. that big hub here. When Hopkins lost that hub, um, I I just feel like that was just such a devastating negative economic impact on this region. And if anything, that that means that Hopkins could easily handle the Burke traffic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the 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 Burke private jet, because let's be honest about it, that's what Burke Lakefront Airport is. It's basically for the private jets to fly in and out. Right. If the right. Haslam's want to get, you know, Gilbert famously used that to, you know, uh, you know, jump the pond over to Detroit. Sure. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? So that that's really what that airport is, is really servicing. I don't. I could be wrong on this. I want to be very careful because I don't want to speak out of turn. Every once in a while, you get like you, there's. I don't think like commercial I don't think flights. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of commercial traffic that goes. No, there's the always like an there. airline that'll fly down to Cincinnati or Columbus out of there, but it's it's not a big deal. It is something to keep your eyes up. Oh, yeah. Two minutes are up, my friend. Two minute warning. I need a buzzer. See ya. Two minute warning's over. Thanks, my friend. You said it was the two two minute warning was over. So oh, I thought, I, oh, I thought okay. you froze. I was trying to figure out what you're doing there. All right. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Um, thanks for listening. I want to thank Meredith Kane, our producer, uh, for making it all happen. Again, uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. And, and we remind you all, thanks for listening to the Odyssey app and, and listening to all the other podcasts as well. But keeping it locked in to Odyssey. It's always game day in Cleveland.